This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Taylor Swift may have been the big winner at the CMAs, but you, my friend, are the big winner today because you are listening to Marking Out. That's right. You're listening to Marking Out, the best damn podcast out there, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. You can check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash marking out. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash marking out. Keep on talking to us on there. Love the conversations. We are your hosts, your co-hosts, <laughs> the Wolfpack Players. I am Dave the Rave. You can follow me on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore mo. I am here with Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter at bttg161. How are you doing today? I am doing awesome as always. This is marking out 144. Hey, you remember which uh, episode it was this week? Well, this week you can't really confuse the numbers. That, that yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I can't just say it's marking out 144. It's going to be 144 if I screw it up no matter what. That's very true, very true. All right, let's get right into it. Sports yes. entertainment. No. Oh, no. Comments. Fan questions and comments. Yeah. I guess apparently a lot of people were pissed off at David last week. That's all right. No, it's not all right because you yelled at them and you made them feel like idiots and Well, assholes. no, just don't write an essay. Do, yeah. do, do a paragraph of just what... Ah. All right. And this is what you get. Now, Steve Austin wrote into us, What? What? You want me to comment in one paragraph? What? If you want to see old Stone Cold, give Dave a stunner. Give me a hell yeah. And then uh, Aaron replied to that saying, hell yeah. So that's funny. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Just, I mean, don't be offended, but just write your questions. Write, if you want to write your thoughts, want to interact with us on our thoughts on whatever you think, do that all on the Facebook page. Uh, Vince Briga wrote into us, how many times did Dave say, uh, say punches? The answer was Five. <laughs> Yeah, okay, way to yell into the rear. Justin Sorry. DeRosa kicking it off with a comment. Awesome episode, as always. The WPP are on fire. Uh, I'm going to say Wolfpack players when people say WPP. WPP? <clears throat> yeah, because I'm like, it's like, you down with WPP? Yeah, yeah you know yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, from the number three, Mark, at Awesome256. Aaron also again wrote in saying, Hey guys, once again, tremendous episode. After the Luke Harper and CM Punk match, I felt like Harper came out looking great, even though he lost. I felt like he put on an amazing match. His moveset reminds me of a Bruiser Brody type, big and physical, but super athletic. I think he is. Uh, I think he has a unique look and interesting psychology in the ring. I feel like he can be a big star in the future if booked and presented properly. What do you guys think? Am I crazy, or can Luke Harper be a star of the future, or in the in the future? Thanks again. Sorry, I went a little long. The number one Brandon Mark Aaron. P.S. Hashtag Dave still sucks. Hashtag Stone Cold Stunner on Dave. 
All right, just going to say the length of yours is perfect. And I was going to say, yeah, to the, cut you off, not to cut you off, just for the simple fact that he's apologizing for going on a little long. No, no, maybe, I, no, no. Maybe you're starting to control him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, like the length that you, you got to, right to the point and you had your question, it was perfect. Uh, thank you for submitting that, even though you hate me. Um, but I definitely agree with you, and I love your comparison of Luke Harper to Bruiser Brody. I actually didn't think about that initially, but once I initially, read initially, yeah, he looks and yeah, but it wrestles exactly. But like that's him. the thing; it didn't really click in my mind. And, but now that you mentioned that, after I read the comment, I watched uh, one of his matches, and I was just like, "It's exactly." Didn't we say that with Brody Lee, though? I don't think so. I'm almost certain that we've said this for the longest time. Well, I, I. Do agree with you. I think that he does have a unique look. The psychology is perfect that he has going on in the ring, and I do see him as a big star in the future. But could be a could he be a future world heavyweight champion or WWE champion? I could see that. I could see him being that big powerhouse. That well, he's not even a big powerhouse. He's a he's just one of those larger. He's just a a large guy like how Kevin Ash is. And eh, no, I don't. Well, think what so. would you call Kevin Ash? <laughs> Kevin Nash is a powerhouse. Okay, but I guess so, you're, you're, when you think powerhouse, yeah, you think Biggie Langston. Exactly, or like powerhouse. I see like a British Bulldog or Biggie Langston. But I, I wouldn't. I, I don't also really. Also, one hundred percent wouldn't compare Brody Lee or Luke Harper to Kevin. No, Nash. no, of course not. But it's no, just no, like the, no, no, tall, no, the in, tall stature. Why are you saying no? No, of course not. Because I'm the only way that I'm. No, why are you saying that you want to compare Luke Harper to Kevin Nash? Well, I think Harper is a lot more agile. He's a lot than better. Kevin yes. Nash. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to get that out there. I thought you were going to say because Kevin Nash is WWE royalty or no something like but that. But I do think that he has a lot. He's very. He's a lot more agile than Kevin Nash and can do a lot more in the ring. Yes, very much. So. But I, I just mean in the hype factor. Um, hold on. I have to move through this. Uh, for, this is from Jasmine. Hey guys. Thanks for another fun uh, episode. I'd like to ask what your thoughts are on Corporate Kane. I actually think he's a bit creepy, uh, creepier having the suit on and everything, but that's just me. Also, what do you think about him being appropriate uh, appointed director of, opera- uh, director of operations? Thanks again. It's funny because we looked. Yeah, we were looking <laughs> to find out what Kane was in this right on the and comments. And all we had to do was read the comments section. Yeah, I actually forgot it was up there, but I knew it was there. I read the comments before the... Yeah, I think we both do. Yeah. But, Especially now because we have to prepare for it. Yeah, but our thoughts on Kane, I guess we'll speak about that a little later. Yeah, we'll touch that at the end of Raw. Um, but we'll, we definitely have a ton to talk about with that. Yeah, but thank you for your comment and question. Uh, thank you to everyone who wrote in this week. Really uh, very short list because Dave was a, <laughs> a D-bag. No, but we definitely do appreciate you writing in, commenting, listening, uh, sharing your thoughts with us. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's get into the sports entertainment now. Yep. Let's talk about SmackDown. Let's talk about that. You want to go with let's the start bads? With, yeah, I want to start with the bads because you don't agree with this. You want to put this in the middles. So okay. The fact that you I was going to go with it. that there are no bads and we can move on to the middles, but okay. No, because I 100% Randy this is Orton. Brandon's, this is Brandon's bad. Yeah, Randy Orton being on Miz TV. Uh, Basically, Randy Orton just was talking. Miz wasn't doing anything. Miz didn't have to be out there just to take an RKO from Randy Orton. The whole pointless, I mean, the whole segment was pointless. 
I don't see. I think that the segment the the segment was pointless because there was no need to have the Miz have an altercation with Randy Orton or have the or have Orton hit that RKO on the Miz. And Randy Orton's promo was directed towards uh, the Miz, as opposed to being uh, in reference to Big Show or any storyline that Randy Orton is currently taking a part of. But I, I just, for the simple fact that you're saying it was a pointless promo. But the promo itself. No, I started it listening. All right, after we started, because we always crap all over Randy Orton's promo skills. But after reading an article, I started giving Randy Orton the benefit of the doubt. And I started actually listening to his promos. His promo was actually really good. Yeah, you're drinking the Kool-Aid now. What was the, What did the article say? I I can't regurgitate like what's, it. It was on can't Bleacher. Regurgitate it, was, it. It, was, it was on <laughs> it was on Bleacher Report, which is an awesome website. If you guys want to check out, but what at, click, what, what's clicking in your mind to make you change your opinion about Randy Orton? Just actually, what did you hear in the promo that made you say it was good? I liked how he said nobody cares about the Miz, how the Miz is, and how Anyone the Miz isn't that. relevant. And then he goes, and then he goes on to repeat himself over and over again. It's the same bullshit promo every single week, just changing a little bit of details I'm, from it. The same exact thing. Uh, it's Ric Flair cut the same promo in, in, his later years, in his later years as Randy Orton does. So maybe he learned it from him. I, um, I'm just changing my opinion on the Randy Orton, or I'm trying to. I'm trying to change my opinion on his promo skills. He's a good wrestler, terrible promo cutter now. I think... I mean, I there's know. a lot worse out there. He's not, he's not on the bo- bottom of the barrel. there's a lot worse out there. I mean, I would even say that he's better than his father, but... I don't know that much of his father, though. Yeah, you don't know Cowboy Bob? Eh. <laughs> Alright, you want to go into the middles? Yeah, do you agree with this middle, too, or no? Should this be in the goods, or what? No, I agree with you. Uh, Eric sure. Rowan and Luke Harper defeated the primetime players. Uh, I... I can assume that you put it in there because of Harper. I mean, because of yeah, Rowan. Yeah, Rowan is 100% the weak link in the Wyatt family, and it shows. Which I love that you're saying, because in the past, on the previous episodes, you were kind of clumping in the Wyatt family together, and, and I guess, no. I guess, hold on, I guess, I guess, um, Har- uh, what's his face? Luke Harper. No, uh, Eric Rowan. Rowan. I guess Eric Rowan was kind of just taken away from everything that you were seeing Luke Harper. Eric in. Rowan was... Working the same exact lengths, for the most part, of the match as Luke Harper. Luke Harper now starting to work a lot more in the matches from Man. than Eric Rowan. He's going to be the breakout. Yeah, and he, and he succeeds at making me entertained during his matches. But that, that's what I'm happy about you're, you're saying. You're starting to come over on the Luke Harper. But I, no, that's bullshit because you were saying for the whole time you never said once that Eric Rowan was the weak link. Well, no, but you would always never, stick up for Eric Rowan, even the very first time that we saw. Well, that's because it never clicked to me that it was oh. him. But and it's it funny is, because the very first time the thing, all right, the thing that really what said are you like to this like, is you cut me off. I don't know, but the thing that really said that this is Rowan was that, and I think you could agree with me. The time that I finally noticed that it was him was that roundhouse kick that he does. Once he started doing that and falling all over the place after doing that. Oh, no, now, don't even give me that. No, no, but the You piece, argued with me that it was a good kick and that's how yeah, he I does s- it. I said that it looked, it made it look powerful because he went down with it. <sighs> do you re- But do you, it doesn't, it, it looks awful. Do you know when Brandon first realized this? When? 
the very first time we spoke about the Wyatt family on this podcast. Okay, so I you mean Chris. All right, so I changed Chris, my opinions about Rowan, and you changed your opinions about Harper. No, it's not changing my opinions about Luke Harper. It's changing my opinions about the whole situation. That it's not Luke Harper that's being. So what? How would we rectify this situation? Are we gonna? Would we weed out Rowan? And send him back down to NXT and have somebody else replace him? You can't do that at this point. What about have someone come in to join them and then have Harper, this new guy, and uh, Bray take for, out Rowan? No, for all I'm concerned, Harper could still be on in with the Wyatt family. If you're going to bring somebody else in there, he could just be in there for muscle. Or not muscle, but... No, no, yeah. For being that. Like, to just have another member to jump people with. But... This match I thought was great. Primetime players had great offen- uh, offense in this match. and uh, you got to give it up to them. They've improved a lot in the ring. Yeah. The primetime players. Yeah, but after uh, Harper hit Titus with the clothesline, uh, they, they lost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but well, uh, I, I think it's safe to say after you get hit with that clothesline, nobody's getting up. Right, and after the match, Bray Wyatt came into the ring and uh, Darren Young tried to save Titus O'Neil, but... He, uh, right, like, instantaneously slips into the ring and gets, uh, put into the Sister Abigail, so I thought that was a cool spot. Yeah. Yeah. And they actually, I'm gonna jump ahead, but they actually put on the same event in, uh, the same match on main event, and it went on a lot longer on main event, and I thought it was a lot better of a match when Rowan wasn't involved in it. Right. And, uh... I mean, for the main event match, it was better. And yeah. Was... Um, but yeah, we also had a Divas match that we both put in, but we could say is in the middles. Uh, I mean, not, yeah, that, I mean, not that it I, wasn't a bad match. Yeah, I just, there was some, yeah, I, I don't know. The Bella Twins and, and Natalia teamed up. They defeated AJ, Tamina, and Alicia Fox. To me, it, the ending, or yeah, somewhat near the ending, there was a part of the match where Natty was, was pinning AJ. And Alicia came into the ring to break it up. And all she did was she came into the ring, got down on one knee, locking her hands together like an axe handle smash, I guess you'd say. Mm -hmm. And just basically missed Natty to break up the pin. It looked terrible. And she continues to look terrible in the ring. So I I like the way that the end of the match was. I like how the Bellas took took out Tamina, leaving Natalia to put the sharpshooter on AJ. Which sets up a big feud with Natalia and AJ that Natalia was able to uh, tap to make the Divas Champion tap out. Right. Um, and that's all we have for the goods. No middles. Oh uh, yeah, middles. <laughs> uh, moving, moving on, on to, the goods. to the goods. First of all, I just want to mention that every single match on SmackDown was a tag team match, which I I think is great. That's a weird thing to do on a show. Unless Teddy Long is involved again. No, but that's a <laughs> weird thing to do on a wrestling show. I think. You know, I think that they're really giving a lot of time to the tag teams. And but it's not even like tag team matches that... There weren't many matches, though. Okay, but other than that, what else are you going to throw in there? A Curtis Axel or Big E match? I mean, realistically, that's what they would have done. So It would have been one... It would be it. Big E, Ziggler, which every, I'm sure everybody would rather see as a Ziggler match. But yeah. well, not to say that the other matches were bad on SmackDown. No, not at all. Because SmackDown kicking off the goods right away. John Cena returned to SmackDown after what was it? 
months, long months, a lot of months. Yeah, like two, three. No, from SmackDown. He hasn't oh, been on SmackDown, SmackDown in months. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. But uh, I mean, his promo. Honestly, his promo really made me wish that he released a follow-up album to "You Can't See Me." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I mean, I was a fan of his rap album. Yeah, no, I, I'd like to. I only heard no of his theme song. Or Are you like serious? he has two to of any of it. No. He has two of them. What? The he didn't he have two theme songs that he's saying? Yeah. Yeah, those are the only two that I know. You don't know Bad Bad Man? They use Wasn't that, that a music video? Yeah, like... with, <laughs> where they were dressed as okay, so okay, yeah, so I know three. <laughs> All right. Dude, there's but, so yeah, many good songs. But this promo alone shows why John Cena is the face of the WWE. You may hate him, you may love him, but look at the reaction that he got from the crowd when he went out there. I mean, come on. Yeah, and then the Real Americans came down to the ring and tried to get him to join them. Uh, and then Damian Sandow came down and John Cena said no. And that led to the main event where John Cena teamed uh, teamed up with the Rhodes brothers to defeat the Real Americans and Damian Sandow. It was a good match. I mean, yeah. not really much else to say about it. I mean, they, other than we say it every single week, Goldust has been putting on phenomenal matches. I, yeah, we say it so often. I'm very happy to see that it's Sandow in this position and not Del Rio. Oh, absolutely. I think a lot of our listeners could agree that they're happy to see Sandow in this tag team match as opposed to Del Rio as well. Right. So this is making me, lead me to believe that Sandow will have his shot at Cena as opposed to, well, I mean, yeah, Del Rio will get Spoiler alert. I don't know the, st- the spoiler. Yeah. Well. They're what? facing each other at the next pay-per-view. Who, Survivor Del Rio series. and Cena or yeah. Sandow? No, Cena and Del Rio. All right, so hopefully... I Sand- think so. I think that's what it's going to be. Hopefully Sandow could find his way into it. Yeah. And what else is actually interesting is the Usos defeated Seth Rollins and not Roman Reigns, but actually Dean Ambrose. I actually noticed that too. Well, I mean, it's not difficult to notice when you're watching a match and it's not Roman Reigns. Yeah. But perhaps a face turn for Roman Reigns is uh, really near. Well, that's what they said, too. The rumor well, has it that it's I don't, I don't read rumors, though. Apparently, so well, you read spoilers, though. No, I didn't. You just said the spoiler of the world... T- uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, but I, not, I didn't... Read, <laughs> I didn't, like... I don't remember them. Yeah, apparently the Roman Reigns uh, face turn is pretty much on the fast track where they're trying to speed that up as much as possible. So I guess we're going to see, be seeing Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose team up together a lot more than Roman Reigns being involved in there. And I wish I said that the other week, where instead of saying... Because the only reason why I said Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns are going off and Dean Ambrose is staying heel was because you said something when I brought it up. I think I gave you two options. No. I gave you the option of Roman Reigns breaking off and having Rollins and Ambrose together. Or having Rollins and Reigns break off and having Ambrose. I don't recall. I don't recall that. But something you said triggered me to say, no, of course you're going to want the tag team to stay together. But now Uh, I completely changed my mind about that. Yeah, so. Yeah, but this was a very good match. Usos continue to, I guess it's safe to say they're they're on a tear. And I wouldn't say a tear, but. I look at the matches that they've been putting on. Look at the reaction they've been getting from the crowd. What is a tear? They've been winning a... They, when was the last time you saw them lose? No, but what is a tear? That you're on a... 
I don't know. You put it on really good matches. Put that in his dictionary, I guys. Don't know. And girls. Yeah. But yeah, the match was great. Uh, the Usos are on a tear, as you would say. Yeah, as I would say. <laughs> you yeah. know what I would say? It's time for uh, Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. We even got an oh, yeah in there. No, it's an ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah? No, ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Ooh, okay. yeah. Fans don't want to hear you saying, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, over and over again. <laughs> Whoa, funny, funny. All right, Raw. Yeah, what do you want to start? Let's let's, uh, let's do goods? let's do the middles first, and go into the goods, and then end with Not the bad. Not the goods. No, let's do the middles, goods, bad. Why the middles? The middle, just for the fact that it's, I don't know. Do you want to go goods, middles, no, bads? no? Let's go with the middles first, because that's what Brandon wants to do. The no, I, mean, I asked you, do you want to do what you want to no, do? No, I what want you... to do whatever makes you happy. No, I don't care. It's nothing makes me happy, so. <laughs> It's not. That's not funny. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to the middles. Ryback defeating Great Kali. Yes. Uh, over week after week, we say Kali sucks. I mean, this match. What was the point of it? Other than um, I would have even been alright with putting in the. Bad. I mean, I feel bad putting Ryback in the bad too because Ryback is a good wrestler. And he's been doing really well, but now it's kind of like... <coughs> I hate that I coughed just there, but... Uh, I guess he's, like, lost in the shuffle now? Yeah, but, I mean, after the match, we saw Hornswoggle trying to uh, save Santino from being beat up, but Ryback ends up throwing them both around, so... Yeah, lost cause. Um, right. We also saw Del Rio defeating uh, Kofi Kingston. Yeah, uh, Del Rio, we say it needs a major, major, major change. Needs to get his gimmick <clears throat> changed. And uh, But I was surprised in this match that the fans were even booing Del Rio. I mean, normally it's just as quiet as a library when Del Rio's out there, so maybe it had something to do with the excitement that Kofi Kingston gives off to the crowd. And the crowd was definitely very excited for Kofi. He did that one, I think... Uh, what is it? The plancha? I mean, Planca? Pla- it's plancha. Plancha? But, but yeah, what? where he, he pretty much over, he dove right over uh, uh, Sandow, Del Rio. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was a good match. Also, uh, gimmick enha- talking about gimmick enhancing Del Rio, go check out the article written by the man at The Mando on our website, www.markingout.com under Mark. Mark-ticles. Yes, click the tab called Markticles, because I came up with the word and it's pretty catchy. Pretty, well, what word were you thinking of? I was going to say cool, and then I was going to say catchy, so, so quack, quack, so quatchy was going to say. Uh, okay. Yeah. Add that to his dictionary, alright? <laughs> yeah, my dictionary is a lot better than your dictionary. We went over this. Everything from mine is better than yours. Yeah, mine's all like dyslexic, where I have like... Words all over and letters all over. Yeah, mine's superstars. Yours, I mean, mine is superstars. <laughs> yours looks like two fries. What's his name? Says that. Is that rap? Like, I don't that's know. All my dick. You're my, talking to me about rap. I don't Mickey know. Avalon or something. Yeah. My um, dick looks like superstars. My germs. No. All right. We also had Ziggler defeating Curtis Axel, the Intercontinental Champion. Yes, and I just want to say, how dare WWE try and tell us that Curtis Axel was out with an injury the other week. There's absolutely no way, if you were injured, that you would be moving the way you were. What injury? Did WWE, uh, what? I don't know if they ever reported that he was injured. 
Then why was he pulled from the match? I think, like, the rumors circulated that he blew out both of his hips in a freak accident. And WWE reported that he was taken out of the match. Yeah, but I don't think WWE actually reported anything in regards to his injury. Because he even tweeted during that time, don't believe everything that you read or whatever they... So what was the point of taking him out of the match? And I still don't know. I still don't know why he was taken out of the match. Something had to have happened. Maybe he was late to the event. So to penalize him, they took him out. But, I mean, that doesn't make sense. You would probably have him lose. But, yeah. uh, Curtis Axel is Wonder Bread. New York State of Beavers is calling my house? Yeah, I saw that too. (laughs) I was just going to bring that up, but that's weird. Um, Beavers? Yeah, Axel. I I wouldn't say he's Wonder Bread. But I'm seeing what Conan has said. But... It's just, it's not, I don't think it's his fault. I think it's WWE's kind of, I, I don't know. I guess both are, both are at blame because but, but, if you're not getting over, then it's your fault. But compare Ziggler and what Ziggler's doing in that ring to what Axel is doing in that ring. Ziggler, I, I think like, maybe plays it, to the crowd a lot. And but I think it's everybody just wants Curtis Axel to be Kurt Hennig. They want him to be Mr. Perfect. Yeah, it's very, I mean, it's unfortunate for him. Yeah. Um, what did you want to do next, bads or goods? Let's do the goods. Goods! Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, all right, one really good that hits you right away was that they started off with a wrestling match of CM Punk versus Luke Harper. I love that. What? What? I don't know, you look like you were straining around I'm there. reading it. Oh, I love the fact that Raw started off with a wrestling match. I usually hate that uh, when they start with a promo, but I love that they started with a match, and well, it was a really good match. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate when Raw opens with a promo, but the match itself, it was good, and it was a good way to open Raw. Oh, from the from Harper nailing the running boot to uh, CM Punk. I mean, Eric Rowan did get in there after the match, and unfortunately, we had to watch his punches and kicks. Which I'm going to add on to the flaws of Rowan. His punches and kicks suck. Right. Um, but at least, but at least we got to see a decent match out of Luke Harper. Oh, definitely, it was a decent and, match. Seen. And we are starting to see more and more each week, and we'll continue to see more and more each week that Luke Harper is definitely better than Eric Rowan. Yeah, Daniel Bryan also made the save, so that's always nice to start off. We're all, where Daniel Bryan came out with the chair and looking like Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah. Right. Um, I actually, I was going to send you the clip to just, but I wanted to mention when Bray was yelling at Daniel Bryan, CM Punk took the chair and swung at Bray Wyatt. The chair swing itself, where he swung it and Bray Wyatt moved like in the last second out of the way. I thought the choreography of that was just sick. Yeah. Um, also, what else we got? Tyson Kidd returning to Raw. Yes, Tyson Kidd teaming up with his now wife. Natalia, uh, to take on and uh, defeat Fandango and Summer Rae. Uh, it's honestly it's great to see Tyson Kidd back. Even though we, I mean, we know that he was in the yeah. most localities, but it's still great to see him as Tyson Kidd back on Monday Night Raw and to get a reaction that he did from the people. Oh yeah, he got a nice reaction. Um, Fandango was selling the hell out of his moves too. Yeah, with, I mean, which just shows you how well Fandango is as a pro wrestler. Yeah, and it, I guess, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming a lot more people know Tyson Kidd now more because of 
Total Divas. So. I've, I've actually seen a few tweets saying that some pe- some fans didn't even know who he was uh, really? before Total Divas. But yeah, see, so mean, kudos to Total Divas for, and this goes back to what I said months ago, continuing storylines. Yeah. Um, making people relevant. And then the match ended with Kid getting a sharpshooter on Fandango. Yeah, I mean, I wish it was the dungeon lock instead of the sharpshooter. You know what? I'm okay with him being a sharpshooter, but I would have, I thought it was would have been cool if he got the sharpshooter and then Natalia got some array in the sharpshooter at the same time. Maybe, yeah, yeah okay, like, stop stop writing the pay-per-view match like, right now, Dave. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> get, like, a little uh, unity going with the I sharpshooter. I really, dude, I, but I love the dungeon lock. It's so much better than the sharpshooter ever will be. Well, I mean, oh, he that's does... funny, ever will be. Uh, <laughs> totally wasn't planning on that. No, not at all. No, I swear to God, I wasn't. <laughs> um, no, but I love the, I, I, yeah, I like the dungeon lock. All right, po- possibly one of the, the match of the night, again... Well, for these guys, but the Rhodes Brothers in action teaming with John Cena taking on Real American Damian Sandow in a rematch from SmackDown. Yeah, I wouldn't even say a rematch. i just say again because people don't watch SmackDown. That's my take that's on true. why matches happen no, over and over again. True. The thing that stood out with this match was the end. I love the end of this match where Sandow took out Cena and then um, Coulter was taken out right at the end so he couldn't get involved. And then Goldust nailing that final cut. There's, I love the way that he's performing that final cut. How it's how he's doing the suplex and just going right under, swinging. The final cut. That's what they called it. Yeah. What move is it? Where he gets the suplex and then he twerks it, twerks it, twerks it, uh, spins through. Isn't the final cut what Shane Helms used to do and Big Show? Final cut was... Where they would take them and like... The no, DDT, the final cut... In the reverse DDT position and then like they would turn around with their arm and and level them down. What was that called? That was the final cut. Yeah. No, the, I don't think... I think uh, Gold does. The final cut was just a regular reverse DDT. The final... What was the thing? Then what was Big... What did Big Show and, and Shane Helms do? Hurricane Her- Eye of the hu- Hurricane. The Eye of the Hurricane was the... F- and then Big Show... Big Show may have been the final cut. Or, no. I don't know. Yeah. I no about sucks. that. This is when people... But, yeah, no, but you This is when people are, are listening to us. They're, they're yelling at the... Yeah. Right? <laughs> don't judge us. No, not don't yeah, judge no, us. Um, but Goldust, the suplex into where he swings it. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't recall the move. I don't know. It looks sick. Take my word for it. It's gold. Now, I took your word for a lot of things, and look at everything that I'm saying is wrong. I am so sorry. Yeah, Eric Rowan, <laughs> etc. Um, another good Uso is defeating Three Man Band. Yeah, I mean, the match itself was good, and I think the Uso should be tag team champions already. That, of course, doesn't take away from uh, Cody Rhodes and Goldust being tag team champions. I still, I'm a fan that they're champions as well. I just think that. In 2013, the Usos should have had at least one title run so far. Uh, agreed. Um, Even before 2013. 2012, they should have been agreed. champions. And I'm actually going to say, Three Man Band is in the perfect position for who they are and what they're doing. Right. They job. They, exactly. they, they make people look good. Everybody, I mean, not, not saying the Usos need people to no, make them look but good. They, but everybody ranks on them seeing in the WWE, seeing how they're underused, how they're not being used properly. They're using them properly. Yeah, because they're putting over everybody. They're putting over everybody, making them look so good. Not as you just said. Not that the Usos need that, but still. Yeah. Should this have been in the middle? 
Um, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't type this. Well, you went over it with me, so. Um, the Bella Twins and Eva Marie defeated AJ, Tamina, and Oksana. I'm fine with it being in the middle. I mean, in the goods. A little, maybe surprising. Nikki is actually starting to look better. Yeah. But, I mean, of course, Brie is still better. Is definitely the standout of the two of them. And, um, and Oksana is becoming, coming, uh, more of her own as well. So maybe you should, maybe you should start listening to me. Uh, Back when I first say stuff, instead of, no, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, and oh, wait, he's starting to be right. I don't think I ever say that you're wrong. Yeah, but it's it's hypothetical, not hypothetical. Is it it's, hypothetical? No, it's not hypothetical. No, it's not hypothetical. So is, it, don't see that. is it rhetorically there? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Yeah, but, but anyway, Eva, apparently this is Eva Marie's no, first yeah. win. Eva Marie picks up the win against Tamina, <clears throat> and everyone on Twitter kept saying how that was her first win ever, <laughs> even though she was in a, on the winning team on Raw in a match. They could have said this is, this is this like was her first pin, or this right. is the first time that she pinned someone. This or... is her first personal victory or whatever. Yeah, I just think it's stupid because everyone picked up on. Them saying that they're not incorrect in what they said, it's just that everyone on Twitter picked up on that as oh my god, this is the very first match that she's ever had a win in her book ever. And it's like, that's not true. Do you see her becoming uh, anything big? Uh, I don't know, it's definitely great that she's around just for like extra diva. I mean, I, I could see her, I could see her being around for a little bit. Yeah, I might even download her in WWE 2K14. Dude, I she's smoking hot, too. Alright, on to the bads. Alright, yeah. every I, single video package that they had about Big Show and Triple H that aired was just terrible. Yeah, it was the same video over and over again, and to me, it was a pathetic waste of TV time. Yeah, it, oh, and what about the WWE exclusive... Doesn't ex- exclusive mean that it's only shown WWE app? No, WWE app exclusive means yeah, that WWE it should be app exclusive. exclusively on the WWE app, except for when you're showing it on Monday Night Raw week after week. So it's not exclusive. Exactly. It's the dumbest thing. It's not... It's, it's just, oh, this is what happened during the commercial break. Except now it's, oh, this is what happened on the WWE app exclusively. On the WWE app. So, it's I mean, it's interchangeable. They, they obviously took the commercial break time and changed it to make it more hip, quote-unquote, or modern. Okay. To make it to make fans more interested in it, I guess. Uh, it's just... It's to make fans more involved in the commercial breaks. Yeah. It's just uh, stupid. Well, no. another bad. Randy Orton defeating Big E Langston. Yeah. Um, uh, this David wanted to put in the middles. Yes. Only, Go, you, say it. No, right, say let it, me no, just defend this because I didn't think it was a terrible match. I thought it was a good match because Biggie did look strong in it. He did uh, have the advantage over Randy Orton at the beginning of the match, and it makes Biggie look strong. It makes him like a, a good opponent versus Dean Ambrose versus other other wrestlers. The thing I did not get was Orton during the match seemed like he was playing the face a little bit. Like there was a moment where oh. he started like uh, waving to the crowd, like start cheering, oh, I and like. That. Yeah, I, I, when I rewatched it, he like I saw him. He was like waving to the crowd to start cheering or get louder. And normally, a uh, heel doesn't do something like that. 
Well, they do it like sarcastically as like. It, but that's the thing. To it get did, heat. That I mean that that does get them heat. Yeah, but it did it like it wasn't. It was to get the cheering though, not the booze. Like well, you don't know. It was that. weird. But I was on the phone with Dave. Oh, here it comes. No, I was on the phone with you during this match. Okay. Was I not? Yeah, no, you were. And during this match, every single move, walking, I was walking you through every single time Biggie Langston looked like shit. Was I not? No, you were. And were you not agreeing with me? No, I, I definitely was. There were a few spots that no, looked No, 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 not a few. A lot more than a few. It was a lot I'm more than a few. I'm not going to say a, a lot see? more. There were a yeah, few. no, but I'm glad you're starting to see it, but I know you're not going to admit that it was more but than a like few. But I feel like if we... Okay, but if we watch every that's single bullshit. match no. like that... That's we, like saying, oh, Botchamania. Let's look at every single thing in Botchamania. But if we looked at everybody's matches during regular matches, just regular matches, you're not seeing Golda's... Look like shit. Yeah, but if we watch, <laughs> if we watch, I mean, Goldust is in a league of his own. Who? Okay, but so who's watch, not, who? Who would be in Biggie Langston's league? Biggie Langston's league. I didn't know that Biggie Langston had his own league. Well, no. Who would be in the same exact league as Biggie Langston? Like, uh, if, like if you watch the Usos, they're not looking like shit every single week. They're not missing move after move after move. If you look at, I don't know, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns isn't missing move after move. Dean Ambrose I mean, well, isn't, isn't. Seth isn't Rollins missing. is not. Biggie isn't missing move after move. It's yes, it is. It's missing. No. It's missing a move, hitting a move. Missing a move, missing a move. no. Missing move, hitting a move, hitting a move, missing a move, missing a move, missing a move, hitting a move, missing a move, missing a move. It's terrible. He does not belong on TV. He should be back in NXT training more and more. He shouldn't be on the road week after week with this same old bullshit where he's missing move after move. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why? What is I, that? I thought you were going to say moves. Instead, you said move after move. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the way I roll. That is. That is. Um, <laughs> but I am I am happy that you're starting to see more and more of no, this. No, I, I am seeing it. But, like, I'm trying to just stay... Like, you're trying to trade... I'm just uh, trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm trying you to... You can't just, do that. You're on TV. <laughs> He's on TV getting paid a, sh- a bucket load more than... Any of us will ever make. No. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, let's uh, just knock on wood with that. Maybe. Yeah, right. Let's hope, hope not, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and now on to, uh, I guess, the big... The ending. Yeah. The ending. The big ending. I guess you... No... No... Uh, yeah. no uh, <laughs> big show, Triple H and Stephanie, they had their little uh, standoff in the ring. Yeah. With Which I guess Triple H and Stephanie are now being called the authority. Interesting. I like it. It gives them a, a like a, sta- a gives, stable name. I, I was gonna say it gives them a uh, WWE video game stable name. Yeah, right. It's like oh, the uh, let's pick from a pre-list moves move, uh, pre-list call name. Apparently, this entire this entire segment went on way too long, and plus it started way too late. There and then there was also controversy with this. Apparently, um, um. Somebody hit the Shields theme song a little bit too soon before Triple H could announce the match with Big Show. They hit the Shields theme song and then it, Triple H got the, uh, and then they cut the commercial, which is a Which big was the thing. most awkward commercial ever, but it's like at the same time, I mean, they maybe. I mean, it was necessary, it was a necessary commercial, but then during but that no, maybe commercial. They, maybe they put the commercial there because it was. Like they wanted the time to to have the rest of Raw. That's true. That's true. But they also 
during that commercial break, apparently the lights went dim. Big Show was talking to Stephanie McMahon, and Stephanie was talking Big Show through the segment, and Triple H got onto a headset, very pissed off at what just happened, at the Shields theme song getting hit too soon. Apparently, it may have been Vince McMahon or somebody else that cued that theme song, uh, because something something happened, but I'm not too sure. Oh, yeah, did something happen? Yeah. Um... Yeah, so, but uh, they came back from commercial yeah, break, whatever. It, it definitely took, but once that commercial hit, it really took you out of it. It was so it. TNA. Yeah, no, it really was. Like, <laughs> even, I'm aware of that. Even, even though you may have not been in that um, in that segment completely, because it was a long segment, it was boring. But once they hit that commercial, coming back from that, it was done. It was also a very pointless segment for the simple fact that they had Big Show quote-unquote, getting his job back, even though he's been on TV week after week. I hate saying that again, but... No, no. I mean, Big Show's been on TV. You what mean, do you Paul mean? White. No, I yeah. mean Big Show, because they haven't been calling him Paul White. Yeah, which they should be. And um, I just, I mean, I don't think... I, I, it's just so stupid. All the superstars, even on Twitter, I'm, I'm sure... I'm almost positive, 100% positive, that WWE is making them send out those tweets about, like, oh, welcome oh, back, dude, welcome dude. back, Big Show, it's so great that you're back, blah, 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 even though uh, Big Show the timing was, completely was never gone. Overall, the, the complete end of Raw was pretty awful. I can't reiterate enough times that Big Show was never gone. How could you get your job back if you were never gone? Yeah, he welcome was, back. There was never like two weeks where he wasn't on TV. There was never um, one week where that, he was. I, was I mean, there say, was. But, I mean, that's the thing. I would say one week, but, I'm but sure there was that one time, whatever. But yeah, but basically, basically that, just, that led into Big Show being put into a handicap match uh, against Randy Orton and The Shield, and Big Show won that match. By DQ. Yeah. Yeah, my right. DQ. Big Show was also in his suit attire, not wrestling attire. Yeah, speaking um, of suit attire, yeah, Kane, Kane came out in a suit and just stood there. Yeah, coming back to, I guess, uh, Jasmine's question from uh, her comment. But, yeah, Kane came out wearing a suit, no mask, no nothing, with a little showing a little bit of hair. Um, yeah, it was just... The crowd was confused. Watching as a fan, I was confused. I It's just like, it didn't... It didn't connect. I mean, it may have been because the segment was so long. I don't even know if they should have used Kane at that moment. I thought they chose a poor moment. It was very Kane. much so was a very poor moment to use Kane there. It should have been earlier in the night because uh, yeah. I just I don't I don't understand. But overall, even they the whole Kane thing though doesn't make sense. Like, how's he going to get jumped by the Wyatts and then just randomly show okay, up that, again? That the drop that's a drop storyline that I hate that they're not finishing up with because Kane could be better off, would be better off in that Wyatt family feud and the Wyatt family would be better off with that too. Not saying that their feud with Daniel Bryan and CM Punk won't be amazing. <laughs> yeah, because but, that, but that match at SummerSlam was so awesome, right? Yeah, but still, that Kane, Kane I, we want that conclusion to that. They don't finish Kane's storylines. Look at Zack Ryder. <laughs> right? Right, yeah. They don't finish Kane's storylines. Zack Ryder, Kane, same exact thing. It just... That's it. Zack Ryder doesn't get his redemption. We're done. Same thing with this. Kane doesn't get his redemption from the Wyatt family. We're done. We're moving forward. Kane doesn't get his redemption against anybody. Why should we allow WWE to allow us to forget all of this? 
Well, we're not like, allowing them to do that. No, but it's just that's it, your choice. It's just annoying. Your not like, choice. Again. Well, I mean, now he we're, now we're going to go forward with Kane as the corporate Kane in the authority, which I think that once they went to that commercial segment, once that entire last segment went downhill, they should have just. Well, I don't, I don't think it went downhill. I think it went downhill. I think they should have. Why do you pronounce it, down? Why do you it downhill? Downhill. I don't know, but I, I think, think it went downhill. Downhill. <laughs> But I, I think know. they should have called it audible. I think they should have held off. How, how are you going to call the audible? I think they should Do have it just. Next week, I don't. They should have done with that big show getting his match, having that quick little Randy Orton uh, Shield match, DQ finish, have them beat the crap out of Big Show. That's it. I think that the Kane because they that segment was falling so short of where they wanted it to be. That Kane corporate Kane should have been held off. For next week. Was that was that Kane Bradshaw Layfield that came out, by the way? Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. I, I just, I mean, corporate Kane, I don't know what to think of it yet because he literally just came out and did nothing. And I, I, I'm like, I feel bad because, as you said, like, I'm not giving it an opportunity to play out. Right. Because, but, I mean, I am giving it an opportunity to play out. No, um, but I'm, I'm in the same exact boat as you because Kane did absolutely nothing. That's the thing. Like, I'm giving him opportunity, the storyline, opportunity to play out. But I want to, like you said, with the Y family, we want to see a conclusion to that. I mean, how long do we have to see that, wait to see that play out? I still want to know like, who raised the briefcase. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but something we normally don't do... Every week we, we kind of like, yeah well we kind of stopped doing it but but uh, they've been putting on really good matches so we got to talk about main event yeah well you don't say it like that you're starting to introduce it like TNA we don't have to we don't have to we rather we talk want about, to I we, want to talk we'd about we rather main talk event. about main event than TNA that's a fact right so uh, as David said earlier the Wyatt family defeated the primetime players the match itself was it was good. a good like 12, 15 minute match too yeah. Uh, this this is going to sound like repeating myself, but Nikki Bella defeated Alicia Fox, and Alicia Fox is just way too botchy, and I honestly, I really do wish that they would stop, the commentators would stop telling us, the listeners, that she learned her move from Booker T, because it just makes him look bad. Yeah, I really think that Fox, they need to cut ties with. She needs to be released. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I, I would I just, go as I far think, as that she should be released. She's I think not, she's decent enough. But to, look how much, how many other divas they have from even in NXT to come up. But then that, that, that a, goes to why is Eva Marie on TV and why is Emma, why is Paige, well, why... Well, yeah, in due time, all of them will come up. But I'd rather see Nikki go against Oksana as opposed because Oksana is showing a lot of improvement. Right. Well, as opposed to putting her against Alicia Fox, who has been with the company for a long time and has yet to improve or that, show. Right. She hasn't proven to me why she's on the roster yet. I would I would never hit a woman, but if I could hit the idea of a woman, <laughs> I would want to punch Alicia Fox because it's just so terrible. I would so hit that. Ladies and gentlemen, David's Dictionary. Uh, and then just last on main event, making their random return to WWE oh, TV. Oh, this is awful. Unico and Camacho lost to the Usos. Okay, could I rant? I'm going to rant. Um, this is completely awful because hot tag. A... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right? No, I'll, I'll hot tag you in a second. <laughs> no, I don't need but to hot Camacho tag Camacho and Unico. Unico. They've been off television for a very long time. And they've never really... Were given have been given that chance to shine, and they're both decent wrestlers. Not even I wouldn't say decent. Unico is really good. 
Yes, a lot better than Sin Cara. I mean, we've seen we that. They, they hired him to as be Sin Cara. Um, okay, so they, they they did a little bit of time, dark matches, NXT. They put their time into train and, uh, I guess, improve their craft. It, they, they didn't even need improving. They just no, needed to be used. Yeah, but now they return randomly on a main event. No, no vignette, no hype of the return, no promo of them returning. They could have been used properly against Los um, Matadores, as opposed to Los Matadores versus three-man band, and uh, pretty much about against three-man band every week. <laughs> we could have right. seen Los Matadores get attacked by Uruko and Camacho. We could have seen something set up there, so this way you have a little bit more storylines in your uh, in your tag team division because Real Americans seem like they're done with Los Matadores. Which is also a drop storyline, I guess. Kind yeah, of. I mean that's you. You that was a storyline that was started on SmackDown, pretty much, and yeah. finished on that pay per view three days later. And where where is the bullwhip? The bullwhip was not used at all. I do not get that. Um, <laughs> the way you said whip was like Harvey Whippleman. I know, um, but yeah. Do you have anything to add on to that? No, I just I thought the match itself was good, and I would like to see more of Unico and. Camacho used on Raw, used on SmackDown. I'm just still, I'm still let down that they didn't get the proper reintroduction that they deserve. Right. They, not like every wrestler deserves that. I feel once you're taken off, once you're taken off television. I don't know about that. I mean, I don't think. But I mean, honest, like, not a li- let me put it this way: not that Camacho and Unico are are in this level at all. John Cena for, was gone for two months. John Cena, we don't need to see video after video after video yeah. of his surgeries, of him recovering, of him working out. We don't need to see that. John Cena could come back as yeah. John Cena but without uh, videos. Wrestlers like Unico and Camacho, they did the same thing with Christian. Like When these wrestlers are taken off or go somewhere else and then come back... Reintroduce, reintroduce them well, to the audience. I don't know. So that's like part of me says yes, part of me says no. Like it was cool back in 2004 when they did that with Edge, when he was returning from his injury. And they like, they aired that first vignette and it was like, oh my God, Edge is coming back. Yeah. And that was cool. Jeff Hardy returning from TNA, they aired those vignettes. Oh my God, Jeff Hardy's coming back. That's awesome. RVD coming from TNA back to WWE. Oh that, my was God, cool, RV- that was a cool reintroduction because they randomly, I guess not randomly, but they threw in that that uh, hype video that nobody expected. Right. And that was huge. And I just feel like some people need it, some people don't need it. Not to say that RVD needed it because we've seen him just out of the blue. No, no, but look at what the talk that happened. Because, because we've seen him just out of the blue come make an appearance at the Royal Rumble. That's what Royal Rumbles are great for, for returns and stuff. Yes, so WWE Royal Rumble is a little bit around. Time to get your uh, your fights in order. Maybe we can get Jake the Snake Roberts at the Royal Rumble. Did you see who else apparently was waiting for, quote-unquote, the call? Who? Was it Brian Clark? Oh, yeah, I read that. (laughs) Okay, I was going to bring that up. I am a okay. Brian Clark. Is I would also, no listen. I've never seen him wrestle as Adam Bomb, but I would mark out for that. Okay, let me just get comfortable right now because now we're gonna now we're gonna talk. I wrote a letter to Adam Bomb as a kid. No, that was oh, no, that, that was, was pa- Jim and that was Papa Shango too. I just didn't send Papa Shangos. I actually found the artwork that I drew of Papa Shango <laughs> that I was gonna send to Kama Mustafa saying how the tattoos are similar oh and why God. you guys have similar tattoos. <laughs> 
Are you guys related or what's the deal? Are we related? Right. <laughs> I actually found that artwork of Papa Shango. Um, okay. But back to Brian Clark, who, as people may not know, he's Adam Bomb. He wrestled as Adam Bomb. He was in Chronic. Raph. He did an interview recently talking about how he wants to have his, like, his swan song, I guess, with WWE. And how he thinks he deserves the right to uh, have a proper send-off. Why do you deserve to have a proper send-off? Just because you were on television, just because you were Adam Bomb back in the day, doesn't mean that you deserve a proper send-off. I, I mean, mean, the la- last time we saw him in WWE was 2001. Uh, obviously not as... as yeah, Adam I mean, Bomb. not many. Unfortunately, that was... Chronic, but and they put on the probably one of the worst, one of the worst matches, matches Undertaker ever. and Kane. But that, uh, that was not their fault. That was not Undertaker and Kane's fault. That was WWE's fault. Yeah, it was... Because so, uh, they sat home for months yeah, after WCW closed... And they didn't have any time one, to adjust to the and ring. And I think or at the time in the interview, he even said one of them had the flu, was just getting over having the flu, and the other one was just getting over an injury. But over, I don't think that he needs a proper set. He deserves a prop. Not to say I was I was not a big fan because I was a big fan of Brian Clark and uh, um, what is it? What's Crush's name? Brian Adams. Yeah, I was a I was a big fan of them, but I don't think that he deserves. A proper send off. I mean, yes, it would be nice to see Adam Bomb. I don't think a send. I don't think the proper a proper send off is the right thing to say. I, I think it would be awesome to see him at, like randomly pop up in the yeah, WWE the, as as a Royal Rumble entrant. But the thing is, he also mentioned about how he would like to eliminate a few people. I that's I'm fine with that though. I, 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 would, I, I really see, am fine with that. I I don't want to see. Okay, eliminate three man band, but that's it. Yeah. Okay. There you go though. Not like but you don't have like he doesn't have to. But not like five to ten people eliminate. Right. That's not what he said though, was it? He but he, he made people. it seem like a few people like because it, would be, to it five. would be nice to be because these guys there nobody uses them anymore. It'd be nice yeah, but, for them to know that there's uh, people out there that still care about them. Of course, there's. Um, I don't even know about that because obviously, when Crush about. when Crush passed away, WWE didn't even do him the credit to uh, ring the bell, t- give him a ten bell salute, or well, that might have been at a house show or something. It. Who knows? What do you, they no, might have I'm, done it on a house show. I don't think they did. I don't know. I mean, and I think he did a lot more. Crush did a lot more with the WWE and for the WWE than Adam Bomb. I don't know. But I was a fan of Chronic, so I would be a fan to see Adam Bomb come back to have that one last appearance or whatever he wants to yeah, call Yeah, I mean, it, not, to, not to crap on that idea. I would be a fan of that, too. Especially if you get uh, Scotty Flamingo, uh, Scotty Polo. It. You're really John, pushing was it. Scott, Scotty Polo or Johnny Polo? Johnny Polo, yeah, Scotty Johnny Flamingo. Po- yeah, Johnny Polo. But that's really, I know. really pushing it. I know. Did we see Scotty yeah. Flamingo wrestle? Or was that just Not Vico? we've seen... Scotty no, Flamingo did, wrestled, no, no, not, no. Did Raven wrestle as Scotty Flamingo no. in NYWC, or was that he was as Raven and yeah, Vitko, Raven. and Brian Vitko was? I've I've only seen Scotty Flamingo wrestle from like I think then what, Vitko came out the as old Flamingo. Videos. I don't know, <laughs> right? But anyway, uh, do you have any more outside the ring news? I know you do. Um, yes, let me. <clears throat> outside the ring news. What but uh, just closing up that real fast with the Royal Rumble, I just think Royal Rumble, as I said, was is a great place for returns, for one-offs, for these you, wrestlers. Please, 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 use it properly. Right. Don't just have a Royal Rumble and then have the return of Booker T. And, but I, I love, I, I've, 
I really wish that they would do a 40 man Royal Rumble again. I wish that they wouldn't announce who's a part of the Royal Rumble yeah, before that, the Royal right. Rumble. That was more fun too, not knowing. Show me. And I, I really hate when all those rumors start popping up. Oh my God, Road Dog Jesse James is going to be in this year's Royal Rumble. It's like, I don't want to know that. That's the thing I hate. People, well, no matter what you can do, people are going to talk, especially about Royal Rumble. I okay, don't even give me the first two competitors of the Royal Rumble. Let us be surprised on the first two competitors, and then like that goes. That's back and forth though, because if they want to push the first two competitors, unless it's part of a storyline where you can either be the first two, but do not under any circumstance give away that last spot. That last spot, I think, should never be given away to a fan. Well, why would a fan know? Well, no, I don't think it should be ever revealed to the fans who the unless, last spot unless, is. Unless, of course, oh my god, this match, this entrance is for number 30. This match, we're having a match to see who gets to enter last. I'm not, I don't like that. Well, you're I not don't a fan like of that. professional wrestling then. I guess not. That, I guess that makes me not a fan of professional wrestling. Yeah. Stephanie McMahon... Signed a three-year deal. Stephanie McMuffin. Like, what are you... McMuffin. <laughs> signed a three-year deal of... Three-year wrestling deal with the WWE. Um, it's very interesting. Are we going to see Stephanie McMahon in action again? Yeah. I mean, we've seen her and in action in the past. Not now to even fuel the fire to that. Brandy Rhodes or Brandy Runnels, whatever you want to call Cody Rhodes's wife, is now, I guess, starting to train again. Yeah, she used to train. Center. She used to be under contract, um, but yeah, she's training again. So maybe we'll see some sort of blow-off match with Cody Rhodes, Goldust, and Brandy taking on Triple H. Maybe Kane and Stephanie. That would be cool. Um, that, also, that's the thing was, I didn't know who could team up with Triple H. Kane, I've known the guy for 17 years. Yeah, right. Maybe, uh, right? Also, apparently Hulk Hogan may have come to a verbal agreement with the WWE on a contract. Um, this may be for one match or two matches, but very interesting. Quick question. If you could choose Hulk Hogan to do that return, one match, who are you doing? That's too difficult to choose. Is it, it, it really is. I, I even mean, think that we've said it before who that I one mean, match would be. Both of us had a conversation, obviously off air, and it was difficult to choose. If it's going to be one match... And it's going to be at WrestleMania 30. Who does it? Who is it? John Cena? Yeah. John Cena. Like, obviously, there's no other match that's going to be than John Cena. But is it going to be at WrestleMania 30? I can see 30 this, or? this John Cena-Hogan match could will imitate John, uh, The Rock versus Hulk Hogan. I think that that match is going to be... That match just, was supposed to imitate The Rock versus John Cena. Was supposed to be like Rock versus Hogan. Oh, they failed at that one then. No, they didn't. <laughs> for you, it did. Yeah, for maybe. me, it for did. millions of people. I didn't see it. And millions. I didn't see that imitating Hogan because Hogan didn't. I. It was like passing of the torch. I'm sorry. I don't think that The Rock. It's one generation of wrestling, wrestling another generation of wrestling. Just no. like this was one generation of wrestling. Although that's even though gen- they wrestled in the same. Y- yes, they wrestled at Hulk the same Hogan, time. Hulk Hogan as. Ultimate Warrior would say, is from the 80s, maybe even the late 70s. All right. No, seriously, he's from the 80s. It doesn't matter. Like, what are you, I'm quoting after a quote. What is going on with that? (laughs) 
But no, seriously, Hogan's from the '80s. Rock is from the '90s. You could say Hulk Hogan's from the '90s too, but for that NWO stuff, stuff. I was gonna say <laughs> bullshit, but stuff came out, so stiff came out, so stiff. Yes. <laughs> so you could say that with the NWO stuff is yes, Hulk Hogan wrestling in the '90s, but it's predominantly from the '80s, and Hulk and Rock is from the the '90s. Also, Just like uh, John Cena's from 2000, the Rockets from the 90s, sorry. Also, a New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, wrestler, uh, Prince Devitt, has been teasing on his Twitter account that he's going to WWE to find member new members of, for his uh, Bullet Club. This is... This, of course, we know the Bullet Club is D.H. Smith and Van Torture. That was a joke. Um, if you listened to last week's episode, you would know yeah. the joke. Uh, yeah, this is huge news. Um, of course, it could just be Devitt trolling the internet and all the internet wrestling community, but I think this would be a great pickup. Apparently, on similar uh, terms, David Richards also did a promo at an event. Again. Cutting a stupid promo, by Yeah, the way. this is like the fifth time that he's done it at an indie show. Cutting a promo, basically just putting himself over, like saying, oh, come buy autographs from me. I'll yeah. be right over there at that table. Um, and even if you don't want to come by and, and, and get an autograph, just say hello to me. Talking about wrestling is coming to the WWE. Uh, AJ Styles was offered, was rumored to be offered a WWE contract for a quarter of the contract that he has now with TNA. Um, with, what do you think about this? I mean, obviously, it'd be the most smartest thing. Is that correct well, English? Well, think about... Oh, it would be the smartest thing one? for AJ to do is go to WWE. His, Why stay with a failing company? His contract expires at the end of... It goes through December. So figure the end of December, his contract is up. What happens if no, AJ stops? see that yeah? happening at all. Everybody listening him. is thinking what I'm, what I'm about to I say. AJ him. Styles, Royal Rumble? I don't see that at all. That would be... that. Would, come on now. That would be an amazing entry and big surprise if AJ Styles was in the if, Royal Rumble. If they Rumble. keep that a secret. Yeah, that's the, that's the problem. WWE would have to keep this... Like, tell nobody. Only Vince McMahon, Triple H, know. I mean, they kept that... The last time Chris Jericho did it, they kept that a secret. Like... They really have to keep their mouths shut about everything, but I I would mark out for that. Seeing AJ Styles come out for during the Royal Rumble, I would. Nah, it's a mark out moment for sure. I think. Um, that's all I have down for outside the wrestling news. But in regards to AJ, would he debut right on TV? If that's what you if want it to happen. Yes, if it's a Royal, because it's not like people don't. Uh, Royal Rumble, I could see him debut, but then he can't just go right on to the next night beyond Raw. Yeah, because then you end up in the Bo Dallas situation. Well, <laughs> but I just think, which I think they should bring back, by the way, too. I just think that AJ Styles needs to be down in NXT, and not specifically NXT, but the performance center to get in the WWE. But then mindset. that spoils everything. That spoils that ret- that. So block it off. So what? Would you have AJ Styles do the Royal Rumble and then send him down? Honestly, I wouldn't. No. Or wouldn't. do it do it at the same time. I would have him down there for a month or whatever, and then get. But then sh- that spoils the, that spoils the fact that AJ Styles is no, under contract doesn't. with the WWE. How does it spoil it? How's people? How are people finding out that AJ's there? Dude. No, there's no way AJ, that there's going to be a wrestler in developmental that doesn't get found out about. Then there's another... Then there has to be another... It's not in developmental, though. He's just going there to, to, to get the WWE mindset. 
So are you talking about on NXT television? No, I. So you just said talking not about NXT. So you should, but even if they just train in the ring in the performance center, I could still see that getting let out. I mean, but, this would have to be AJ Styles. Here's what in I'm this trying with to say, though. Crew. Right, exactly. But here's also what I'm trying to say: Is there another place that WWE has that's not specifically the performance center that they could send AJ to with the wrestling ring? Regardless, uh, that's one. I think we're all excited to see what could happen with AJ Styles and the WWE. Hopefully, everything. I mean, honestly, TNA, you're failing. Yeah, talking about TNA, um, I think it's time to take a break, and when we come back, we'll bring some more TNA and some more professional wrestling talk here on Marking Out. Marking Out. This is Chris Payne, and you're listening to Marking Out. And we're back. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Fans, fans, fans. Sorry to disappoint you, but now we will just briefly talk about Impact Wrestling, TNA Wrestling. Uh, a few days ago, Dixie Carter. Oh, by the way, Dave's no longer with me. We have the Dave soundboard, though. So if you guys want to hear Bob Backlund right now, let me push the button. Bob Backlund. Yeah, so uh, no, of course, Dave is with me. Dave, say hello. Hello. <laughs> no, seriously, say hello. Bob Backlund. Okay, so Dave Soundboard and I were here. Um, a few days ago, Dixie Carter had a, a big announcement on YouTube that a former... Oh, okay. What? No, I, I didn't say anything because I was curious as to where you're going with this entire Dixie Carter thing, but now I know exactly, so finish up. That a former world champion will be returning... Yeah, yeah, former Which, world champion. It, it featured her sitting at a desk looking stupid with JB, uh, what's his last name? No, Jeremy uh, Borash. Jeremy Borash and, and some, some other writer. guy. Was that Lagana? No, no, no. I don't think so. I don't, I don't uh, think so either. Be honest, I don't really know if it was. I, I don't mean, know. I, I don't know what But Jeremy like. Borash was there or whatever and they're like, well, come on. You have to tell us who it is. And Dixie Carter's like, how do you not know who it is? That's a good like, impression. <laughs> relax. Take that on the road. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, is it Raven? And she goes, Raven? What a silly thing to say. And they're like, uh, I don't know. Well, there was one dumb name that was really mentioned. Like a really, oh, I don't know. She said, she goes, I'll give y'all a hint. Tag team champion, y'all. And they were like, Chris Harris? She goes, Chris Harris? No, butter and all. And uh, basically, it turns out to be Pac-Man Jones, Adam Pac-Man Jones. Adam Pac-Man Jones, Cincinnati Bengals, y'all. How do you not get that, y'all? And it's like... I love your impression. <laughs> Why? Because it's dead on. It's just so, so... I Like, when I watched this video, I can't say how pissed I was. Once she said that, like, I thought... Because the way that they played it off with... Uh, we're in the other writer laughing it off, kind of. How stupid are you? We're in Cincinnati this week. Of course we're going to use the bangles. I thought that they were, like, it was just a joke that maybe on Impact they were actually going to bring back a former champion <laughs> that was just, like, not Pac-Man Jones. I have two and things. She, and she tweeted out a picture of her wearing a DDP yoga shirt. I tweeted out DDP yoga because I did it this morning. Yeah. <laughs> two things to say about that. In regards to if Pac-Man Jones was the person, stupid. And if Pac-Man Jones wasn't the person, stupid. 
the video itself was stupid. You'll never see WWE. Oh, I'm Vince McMahon. We have a former world champion that's returning to Monday Night Raw next week. So don't miss it. And Jerry Lawler's like, who? Who is it? Who could it be? And Vince McMahon's like, you don't have any guesses, King? And he's like, it's a former world champion? Is it Bret Hart? <laughs> and Vince McMahon's like, Bret Hart, that's just a stupid thing to have a return. And King goes, uh, returning a former champion? Is it Bob Backlund? <laughs> and Vince McMahon's like, Dad, Bob Backlund, he was just on recently. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a, a hint. It was a former uh, tag team champion. Oh my God, Billy Gunn's coming back to WWE. Uh, that's stupid too. He's a head trainer for NXT. Or not a head trainer, but uh, he's done an NXT training people. That's just stupid. Let me guess. Let me give you another uh, another hint. We're in Cincinnati this week. Oh, I have no idea who it is. Uh, he was on the Bengals. Oh, I still have no idea who it is. Like that's you'll never ever see Vince McMahon or Jerry Lawler for that matter. I assume doing that. I just think that's so stupid. Dixie Carter, you're a moron. You're so pathetic. You're so delusional. You're out of touch. She should have never been in TNA other than just feeding them money. That's TNA just needs to die already. And I, feel so, and I feel so terrible saying that because I like their matches. I, for the most part, I like their talent for the most part. They have great stuff. Their storylines... I would fire Dave Lagana. He was supposed to come in and turn everything around, just like everyone else that they hired to turn I everything around. I would fire a majority of them and start from but scratch. Let me say, when Dave Lagana first came to TNA, it was starting to get better, and now it's just terrible. I don't, I don't know what Dave Lagana's writing. I don't know who writes what. I don't know who's responsible for what. But your product is terrible. Your product needs a huge overhaul, yeah, and you're just, not doing that. You keep saying change, 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 change. And all I'm seeing is nothing. Just nothing. Get, get rid of everybody and just bring in Jim Cornette. See what he does for TNA. He'd probably rant more than me just now. Probably. But all right, so Impact, Impact Wrestling. I uh, started off with Main Event Mafia in the ring. Uh, Sting on the mic. And I guess now Main Event Mafia <coughs> is disbanded. Sting, Sting announced that he was leaving? Well, he announced that Main Event Mafia is on the shelf. That they all have personal... Uh, objectives and which is stupid how long was main event this main event mafia back for like three months months, maybe three months yeah it was not ever back as far as i'm concerned they never kurt angle went off to rehab for like two or three months and they never cut promos as main event mafia like with the other than oh we're in main event mafia together no but it wasn't like it wasn't like uh the past how when they did like they had uh samoa joe and all of that and scott steiner they right, Sting's going to still walk out there wearing his either suit, no face paint, or his tights. I his... can't believe I just said Scott Steiner in legit promo in the same sentence. Or, or Sting's going to be out there in his tights, his goofy face paint, and his dumb shirt, and he's going to just cut a promo saying, oh, I'm part of the main event mafia, and I'm going to fight you, Magnus. There, there was, Woo! There was no reason for it. No reason at all. The one reason I would understand for doing this again was it really to did elevate up Magnus? Exactly, and it did it, not do that. Don't I even disagree. Say it didn't I disagree? No, I think don't that even it, say did. it did. I mean, because I disagree because it gave Sting versus Magnus. What did that do for him? It gave Nothing. him a victory. It over gave him Sting. a victory over but that's, Sting. But that's, that's, that's not a huge victory no. in 2013. Okay, but it still elevated Magnus to a little bit of a level that he was not at. Nah, I don't in think the, so. In the eyes of the fans, he's at another level. In the level. eyes of the fans, in the eyes exactly. of the TNA that's all, fans. That's all that matters. TNA fans. Yes, but that's all that matters. And I don't want to group every TNA fan together because no, I know there's people out there who think like me who enjoy TNA. Those are the people buying the product and watching. 
That's no, all that matters. That's, no, that's a Magnus is at, at a new level in their eyes, and that's it. No, that's even that's almost as dumb as wearing orange flip flops when you're in jail. Oh, yeah, I don't. You make everything fall short. I'm watching. This is TV. why we don't that's have why, TV on. And I specifically say shit the TV on every single time because, because I get crap because <laughs> I I will get the, I will get too distracted from watching television while reporting the podcast. All right, so I leave it on cops one time. I hate and cops. I don't, the worst and I, the worst show. I stick to task with the podcast, but somebody else gets distracted. Don't say somebody else. Okay, Brandon gets distracted. Okay, I don't think so. At least. Um, yeah, so we start. So after main event mafia, they all said whatever they wanted to say on the mic, and that was it. They said, I'm turning in my vest. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, that's another point that got mentioned, too. But we might as well, now that you broke uh, broke, broke it up. the fourth wall. Yeah, no, brought it up. Uh, Bully Ray and um, Anderson, apparently they were going to break up. They were teasing the breakup of Aces and Eights with Bischoff, Nux, and Taz, where they were doing a bunch of boating. They had Bischoff, uh, Ta- they had Bischoff Taz, and Nux. And in their gear. It was, first of all, I just want to say it was funny that Bischoff was saying, oh, I'm done, blah, blah, cutting the worst promo, or one of the worst promos I've ever heard. And uh, it's like, oh, you you actually, you are the one that does need Aces and Eights. You can't go out of Aces and Eights. Yeah, you've done that already. You can't. You're not a good wrestler. You're not good at anything. Ain't nobody got time for that. Just don't do that. Don't do that. Like three years ago. Oh, Okay, last you. year, but whatever. Thank you. Or earlier um, this year, who knows? Yeah, but Bully Ray, they all ended up attacking uh, Anderson. <sighs> I wanted That's for it. I wanted for so bad, just for just like a split second. I just wanted Taz to just punch Bully Ray. It would have done nothing for anyone, but I, I just wanted it, Taz. I did to think punch that the promo- Bully Ray in the face, just so I could say that's my markout moment of the week. No, but I did think the promo it did go well. I did think that it delivered. I think the fact that. It had Bischoff and Nux side by side with Anderson, and then side uh, uh, blindside him. I think I thought that it worked out fine, and I thought Taz's rage in that promo was great. I agree with you on that too. But let's start off with the first match that took place on Impact Wrestling: Brooke versus ODB versus Velvet Sky. I don't think any of them deserve to be a knockout champion or number one contender for that championship i i disagree i mean velvet sky's been there for so long and okay you could say been ODB. there for so long but they're not good i, I think say, velvet sky's a decent wrestler I odb i think is the shits of the shits brooke i think has improved a lot the thing is though is that when wwe has better talent in their developmental system than well yeah you know i mean obviously these guys and i mean girls Came from WWE's developmental system. I not 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 Velvet Sky. I said not yeah, like seven just times o- just now. Yeah, ODB, but ODB Brooke. and Tessmacher did come from WWE. I don't even know if Brooke was training as. A I would wrestler assume back so. Then. No, I would assume that she was trained. I, I no, mean, yeah, actually. I'm sure like she was trained about how to take a proper bump, but I think that yeah. was it. No, I'm, I yeah. really don't know. I would assume that she was brought up to television right away and then trained for a the bit. yeah for the ECW. Unlike Kelly Kelly though. I she was, don't know what her deal was. When she was on television, she was training every when every time she got off the road. Or whatever. All right. Well, back to this match. The one thing that I didn't like was Gal Kim. By the way, was Gal Kim and Lady Tappa got on the apron? Yeah. Why is and that the allowed? referee allowed it? They were like, "Oh, we're not getting involved in this." And the referee's just He's like, like oh, "Oh, okay, it's gonna happen. stay there, it's cool. chill, hang out. Let's do it. Let's let's leave them up there." And then right on cue, they get in there, cause the DQ. They get involved. 
But then Gail Kim gets on the mic and makes an open invite to anybody not in the promotion. Yeah. No clue where this is going to go. Um, I don't even, I can't even name anybody that I think would it would be or who I would want it to be. I, I got nothing. The only person that I would want it to be is Ivelisse, and that's not happening. I don't want it to be Ivelisse. No, the only reason why I want it to be Ivelisse is that it gives her at least something. She, like, dude, she's doing great with Shine Wrestling right now. Yeah, but I, it's like gives her mainstream exposure more so than yeah, Shine. But I, I still think it's it's amazing that WWE hasn't picked up uh, Ivelisse again, Sofia Cortez. Is it though? Um, I mean, yeah, based off rumors. Yeah, true. No, based uh, off rumors the, that, like, from there is rumors from, from both sides. Right. There is rumors from both sides. Um, we don't. We're not. Yeah, we're not going to get into it though. Know. But Ethan I'm Carter the third also had a match, of course. EC three once again. I I am a fan of who was that? Kim, uh, Rob Kimball. Yeah. Kimball that wrote it to us about the EC three. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Apparently, Ethan Carter took his his advice uh, on saying EC three as he's. Yeah, uh, doing the pin. What could we suggest cool. that he'll do? <laughs> uh, go back to the Golden Girls. No, um, it's the Golden Gals. Yeah, isn't Golden it? Gals. Uh, bad influence face off against Park and Young. Uh, First of all, the set no the setup to that okay. match. <laughs> no, I just want to say because the setup to that match, they they were backstage and Joseph Park was sitting there eating or sitting there with a, a Halloween uh, what are the jack o' lantern candy basket things. With Candy looking like a pedophile. As if he didn't already look enough like a pedophile. You're adding Candy to the mix. Yeah. And and Bad Influence came in and knocked the Candy out of the jack-o'-lantern. And, I mean, I'm going to complain about this for the simple fact that... That you on, wasted Candy. No, on their pay-per-view, everyone was like, Ha! TNA can't afford real money. To use real money for that, right? Yeah. That was dollar store Candy. You didn't see no Hershey bars or Twix. You didn't see no bag of M and M's up in that business. You did not. So that's pathetic. Okay, but the match that not, everything... not that there's anything wrong with dollar store candy because it's candy. Candy is candy. All right, uh, except Russell Stover's. I can't stand. All right, that. off of your rant about candy Stupid. in uh, Park, but on to the match that everybody was waiting to see: Jeff Hardy versus Chris Saban in the Full Metal Mayhem match to see who advances in the. The TNA Heavyweight Championship Tournament. Yeah, so the Full Metal Mayhem match is basically TNA's version of WWE's TLC match. Even though they're going to mention TLC matches in the during the match, I believe, and there's going to be what in a Full Metal Mayhem match. I don't know about that. Could have been a metal table. And it's now now that I mean, I'm they remembering, should, should, as in they should have had a metal table. Instead. No, they should not have that table. I mean, you don't. What kind of metal table are you putting somebody through? I never said you're gonna go through it. I mean, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Just lay on it. Just I don't know. Um, yeah, but Jeff Hardy defeated Chris Saban to advance after performing. Chris Saban blew a spot. I'm gonna say that. I I don't know. He what moved. About. Chris Saban was on the table, moved out of the way way too soon before Jeff Hardy jumped for the swanton. You know, you can't you can't say that these two wrestlers didn't put their all into this match. It was Well you can say that. No, it was visible that they both went balls to the wall. It was mm. a good match. I thought it was a it was a good match. Um, I mean I'm not saying it was a bad match. I just I mean it's not like what? It's not like the best match TNA's ever had. No, not at all. But it, it was impact wrestling, it was a match that everything was leading up to. It was fine. And I wanna say I, I forgot to mention it when we were talking about aces and eights. Was it surprising that Stone Cold Steve Austin was mentioned? Yes. 
I forgot about that. Is but that yeah, something Taz, that can be pseudo? Who, who did that, Taz? I don't know. I, I want to say Bully Ray said that, I thought. No, yeah, Bully Ray. Bully Ray brought, brought up uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin referring to Mr. Anderson about how he said, uh, like, don't trust anybody. Is that something that you can be sued over, though? No. For yeah. having Stone Cold Steve Austin mentioned? That's not a name that he owned. Like, it's so. not... They've done it so many times before, nothing has come of it. I don't know. I mean, I... I, I just think TNA as a whole is pathetic. Yeah. Not, not Bully Ray, though. He's cool. I mean, once again, we, we respect... We have the utmost respect for the wrestlers. Right. We I'm enjoy... a huge Bateman fan. I'm a huge Ethan yeah. Carter III. Although we you can't enjoy... afford... They, they can't afford to get new jobbers every week. Like, let's Yeah, go. that's annoying that they let's have go. the same jobbers. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm almost certain that TNA is starting to pay their fans to be there. For the simple fact that... Dewey, what was it? Dewey Barnes. Uh, yeah, let's go. Comes Dewey. out and they have a Dewey chant. That doesn't just I, I happen. I do like EC3's uh, theme song though. It is, it is catchy. I don't recall. I almost bought Aces and Eights theme song on oh, iTunes wow. the other day. No, do EC3's. It's actually well, kind of, it's, it's that's catchy. not probably not on iTunes, um, but Aces and Eights with the with the lyrics. I yeah, but know. back to it's like a nice country song. Yeah, but back to the original point. They put on great match. They do put on good matches when they have the good wrestlers in the match. Um, it's just the storylines that throw us off and really take us away from wanting to cover it. It's not wanting to cover the pro wrestling matches. It's wanting to cover the storylines that lead to those matches. Right. So, uh, don't be confused with that. All right. On to something that we love to talk about. No. Well, not love, but Dragon Gate. Oh, I was going to skip that completely. No, just say, just mention it. All right. So people Um, know. Dragon Gate's an okay company. Yeah, no, I was I was gonna skip it and just do it as shameless plugs, but all right. Oh my bad. Um, no, it's all good. Uh, November sixteenth, uh, DG USA will be putting on Fearless two thousand thirteen in Queens, New York. You can order at wwnlive.com. Open the Freedom Gate titles on the line as Johnny Gargano takes on Jimmy Susumu. Also, open the United Gate uh, champions Young Bucks take on the Bravados. Evolve titles on the line in a four-way freestyle match as uh, the champion A.R. Fox takes on Andrew Everett versus Shane Strickland versus Fire Ant. I think that match is going to be pretty epic. Well, and uh, is there more to that? Um, that's if it, I mean, there's a bunch of other matches. And then they also have an event uh, the next day, November 17th, in Brooklyn, New York, which is Freedom Fight. That's going to be on IP Review, WWNLive.com. And they're going to have Gargano and a lot of the reoccurring wrestlers on that show as well. It's definitely worth checking out if you haven't seen a DG USA event yet. Speaking of Dragon Gate, do you know where we could watch Tony Nice? Is that online or is that going to be like for what, like papers, his Japan? Yeah. Uh, that I'm, I'm not too sure about. Like I know Japan he's coming home or, now. Yeah, he has House of Hardcore, which if they're listening the, on Saturday... I think it's what's tomorrow, tomorrow the night. Yeah, the night. Yeah, on night they have hardcore uh, House of Hardcore where Tony Nese is there. Poughkeepsie, New York. Yeah, which the is going to be an awesome match. It's Central it's repetitive Central. match, but still always a classic. Right. Him versus right. Reynolds versus Petey Williams. Yeah, well, that first match was really good. Exactly. This is that's why I think they're doing it again. All right, but on to something that we love to talk about. <laughs> yes, Pro Wrestling Syndicate Wrestle Bowl is next Saturday, Saturday, November sixteenth at. The Center Circle Soccer Center? No, Center Circle Soccer... Jeez, say that 10 times fast. I don't know, something like that. It's 
It's 1255 Main Street, Rahway, New Jersey, almost in New York. Right near the Rahway Rec Center. Yes, the uh, commissioners, guest commissioners for the evening are the Insane Clown Posse, that's Shaggy Too Dope, and Violent J. Yeah, both of them will be appearing there and signing autographs. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, so we also are going to be seeing a six-man tag lumberjack match. For the first time, we're going to see, well, let's, the match itself is Arkham, uh, it is Arkham and the Reynolds brothers, Alex and Kyle, taking on Reality Checks, Kevin Matthews, Devin Moore, and PWS heavyweight champion, Bonesaw. Yes, and for the first time, uh, we're going to see Arkham actually in a match taking on, well, we, are, we already said taking yeah, yeah. on, right. Taking on uh, Kevin Matthews. Right, so Kevin Matthews will have a chance to get his hands on Arkham. As we've said on the podcast, I can see even if they well, even when they face each other, which I think it's going to be awesome seeing them face to face. That one, that that moment that everybody's been waiting for, the face to face moment of these two. I don't think it's going to end just this match. This is going right. to carry on for. This isn't going to be the end of it. Right, um, another match that we have the suicidal but, sick. What? Well, also this is also one of the going to be one of the first times where Bonesaw and Alex Reynolds get to. Uh, face each other a little bit in a match. Yes. Since, yeah. of course, Alex Reynolds was the... Very briefly, he yeah. was a P... He Sammy Zach Knight, Bonesaw the... came in, cashed in, and beat him. Yeah, so very briefly, they got had their altercation, but we're going to see that continue for a little bit further. Then we saw Devin and Kyle go at it a bunch of times. Right. Um, yeah, Suicidal Six-Way title match. Yes, Craven Varro, who's the Suicidal Six-Way champion will be defending the championship against the drunken swashbuckler, Facade, Brian XL, the lifeguard, and Matt Ma- Matt McIntosh. Um, it's always awesome to see Facade back in those six-way matches. Yeah. Facade, the matches itself are awesome. Yeah, if you haven't seen them, they're pretty amazing. Uh, Brian XL of House of Glory, this is going to be a great match. Matt McIntosh, who's coming off of a pretty impactful debut. Uh, we're also, uh, not yet, but the PWS Tag Team Champions don't have a match. The Heavenly Bodies, they are not in a match yet. But Her- Hurricane Shane Helms is going to be there. Will we see, Sh- and he's not in a match either. Are we going to see Shane Helms team with someone? Hurricane Helms. Hurricane Shane Helms. Team up with somebody to take on Gigolo Justin and Desire Desirable Dustin? Justin and Dustin. I have to have gotten that right. Yeah, Justin and Dustin with GMC on their side. Um, I think no matter which way you look at it, Heavenly Bodies are looking strong going into this, and they're going to look strong going out of this. They're the tag team champions, and there's nothing. nothing's going to change that right now. Right. Um, one of the big matches of this event, Big Van Vader taking on Justin Credible. Yes, Justin Credible, of course, last time we saw him take on Bonesaw for the championship. Uh, of course, coming up short, but... Yes, but it was still an entertaining and very good match. Yes. And then Vader, who rarely ever steps into the ring for a wrestling match anymore, will be facing off against him. I'm very excited to see Vader in an actual wrestling match. Um, I don't recall if I've ever seen him in a wrestling match. We've seen him def- uh, beat up AC Gamble. In the past, but well, I'm I've, very, I'm, I've seen him wrestle live for PWS. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I know what something that you're also looking forward to, BWO in action. Yes, absolutely. I'm a huge... I, it's weird, though, because I wasn't like a fan of ECW yeah. when I was a kid. I would catch it here and there, but I, for some reason, just a huge 
fan of the BWO, and the BWO are taking on the Untouchables, who, of course, are uh, Chris Payne, AC Gamble, Bobby Wayward, and Bowens, Anthony Bowens. But uh, it's going to be exciting to see Blue Meanie, Stevie Richards, and Nova team up. Yeah, that's no, something definitely. like I've, I've looked forward to that for like hoping that I could see this live. I've I've never been a big BWO fan, but I've always been a fan of Blue Meanie because I mean I didn't really know ECW too well, but I know Blue Meanie when he was with the Job Squad, and then Stevie Richards I was always a fan of because of the Job Squad a little bit, but also with his. Uh, TNA run and Dude, I, Stevie Richards is such a good wrestler. There's something about the thing that drew me to Stevie Richards actually was his super kick. Yeah, I love the way that it was actually him and Raven's fucking. I, I just I love, can't even like do it right now. I like, love jumps his, into yeah, it basically. That's what drew me into it was his super kick. I am a so I'm a mark of his super kick. Um, yeah, another. And Nova, kind of, Nova's great too, of course. I mean, yes. I'm not going to say that he's yes, not. Yes, of yeah, course. Uh, he is. He really is. And then uh, talking about fan favorites, Starman's going to be in action. But unfortunately, he's for going. Him. Yeah, for him, he's going to be facing Dan Moth, who is a monster and he's been on such a tear recently. This is going to be a very tough match for uh, Starman. <laughs> I he said that twice on this show. Yeah, I know. Dan um, I really don't see any other outcome out of this other than Starman getting the crap beaten out of him. I mean, hopefully, unless someone makes a save, I just can't see Starman uh, going over on Moff. Moff is a huge guy. Yeah. He's definitely... Starman, I think it's safe to say, is the underdog of this match. But it's going to be a very good match, though. Um, Talking about people that are currently unstoppable... Unstoppable... Uh, Mario Bocara is going to be taking on, going to cue the Dave Adams in you. I'm going to hopefully pronounce Takaki Wantabe. There you go. I'm hoping, I really hope that's what it is. Of New Japan Pro Wrestling, they're going to be facing off. Um, Wantabe just, uh, made his debut at the last event and Mario has been just crushing people with his... I think you mean been on a tear. I was saying, (laughs) yeah, with his... I think they're calling it like the Croatian armbar, or but um, yeah, that's going to be a really good match. Great, great theme music. Great theme music. Oh hell yeah! We're we're, we're in talks trying to get his theme mu- music played that. on the podcast. Don't say that. And why not? I mean, it's an Are epic. We? We're we're trying yeah, we're to. As if we sent out an email, we're we're waiting Hopefully. for a response. Fingers crossed. If you don't know it, it's what it, well, uh, don't, don't give it away. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> also, we're gonna see Black Hollywood. Taking on Suburban Outfitters versus... I'm always saying taking on and I'm switching to versus. Yeah. All right. So versus Suburban Outfitters versus Team 24-7 versus Powers of Destruction. Which is Big O, Big O, and Dave Destruction. And we saw them teaming with Black Hollywood at the last event. So now we're throwing in... So now we're going to be putting them in opposite corners and seeing what happens. Um, This is going to be an action-packed match. And I, I'm sure it's not going to disappoint. Right. Without a doubt, it will not disappoint. Um, also, we're going to be seeing Revolting Blob take on Cobra Commander. Now, this is a... I think this is going to be a fun, comedic, entertaining match. But it depends on how Cobra Commander goes about it. 
Because I, can, I can't see him being that comedic wrestler and going along with the well, comedic... Well, obviously, I don't think Cobra Commander's going to let Revolting Blob... Exactly. I, I pull see... Pull some shenanigans over That's him. the thing. I think Revolting Blob's going to have his handful with uh, Cobra Commander. I mean, we saw Cobra Commander make his debut last... La- yeah, last month with uh, t- tagging up with the Almighty Sheik to take on Starman and Sergeant Slaughter. Obviously, they lost. Well, not obviously, but... They, yeah, did but they did lose, yeah. but this so it should, maybe, should be a good maybe match. he's looking for redemption. Maybe yeah, he's should, gonna... should be a good gimmick match. Yes, um, and we also we have a match. The third generation superstar Lance Onawahi will be taking on the Prince of Aesthetics or Aesthetics, Damian Gibbs. That should be a, a very fun match to watch. Both men have been impressive. I mean, both both of these guys have such bright futures. Not to say that the rest of the roster doesn't, but no, but like, these, oh, oh, you guys, I'm gonna yeah, talk you're about okay, you, but, but oh no, I have to say that about you too. I no, did the same the, thing with Nova. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I swear, I did, I did. But these two with Lance in his own dynasty line and Gibbs with just like just how he has been in the ring, I see a lot coming out of this match. This is gonna be a great match that you're not going to want to miss. Um, they also have the battle royal going on. Yes, so we don't know who's in there yet, but I we'll heard find rumors. Out. Is it true no, no, that no, Brandon's no. going to be making Brandon, his debut? Stop, I tell you this every single week. Stop saying that. Saying what? No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. Talking about who? Your trainer? You, you know, I think you know. About it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter who my trainer might or may may or may be. Or okay, it's not. It's not. It's, it's not for what we want to tell the fans. No, it's not. It's not for. We don't work for WWE. Okay. Yes. No, we do not. Um, but but Battle Royal, you never know who's going to show up never for that. Never know who's going to show up for that. Exactly. Um, but this isn't just a wrestling event. That What time does it start? Uh, 8 p.m. Live yeah. wrestling, wrestling starts. Wrestling starts at 8. Of course, the autograph session starts at 6. Yes, 6 o'clock. Uh, meet and greet. Vader, you, you're not going to find a place where you can meet and greet these wrestlers for a better price. Right. And it's really, literally... it's. 35 minutes from Penn Station in New York City. It, you take from Penn Station, you take Jersey Transit to Rahway. It goes right there. Yeah, ICP signing for $20. Vader, $10. Helms, $10. If you want to see more of the pricing, go to prowrestlingsyndicate.com. But you're not going to beat these prices. If you want to meet these wrestlers, get their autographs, take a picture with them. This is to this is the time to do it. Right, you're not going to beat these prices, but you can beat our meats. <laughs> Hell yeah! So prowrestlingsyndicate.com. Order the iPay per view if you cannot be there in person. Yeah, it'll be worth it. Um, and now I think it's time for some shameless plugs. Wow, Dave, so into himself, has to get his segment out there. So, uh, Dave, you got any shameless plugs? I think that this is going to be a reoccurring theme during Monday Night Raw, but if you put out a promotion for Mark and Al for our podcast, we will give you uh, your own, not a retweet, but if you do your own, we will give you, uh, I will give you a shameless plug on the podcast. So kindly, the uh, Shining Wizards at Wizards Podcast, who just put out an episode with uh, interviews of with the extra guys and Ken Shamrock, you can go check them out. Also, Justin DeRosa at Awesome256 and Wrestling Mayhem Show at Mayhem Show. So we appreciate you always promoting us. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. 
Also, go follow Lance Onawahi at Lance Onawahi and the promotion. Spell that for people. A N O A I. He is the new X W. Uh, sorry, W X W C four heavyweight champion as he defeated Dan Moff at Final Conflict. You can check out WXWC4 at WXWC4 and WXWC4.com. Huge congratulations on your championship victory. Also, keeping with indie wrestling, On Point Wrestling, Fight to Survive. You can go follow them at On Point Wrestling and their event on November 23rd in Williamstown, New Jersey. You're going to see the HEW, Drew Blood and Xavier Cross, Take on the best around, TJ Cannon and Bruce Bruce Maxwell. Also in a no DQ match, you're going to see the uh, the bulldozer Matt Tremont take on Joey Janela. This is going to be a good match, bloody match, especially when it's Tremont's it's involved. It's going to be a bloody no match, a, bl- a bloody good match. Yes, definitely. And I think it's time for uh, some shoutouts. Brady's shout-out's gonna make you pregnant. I believe everybody should check out Real Husbands of Hollywood on BET. Uh, it's a spoof on those terrible housewife shows, and it stars Kevin Hart, J.B. Smoove, Nick Cannon, Nelly, and others. I think it's a funny show. Definitely uh, try and check that out. Kevin Hart's always funny. Yeah. Uh, next shout-out goes to Fall Barbecues. Uh, I think those are better than summer barbecues because it's not extremely hot. It's colder, and you get some warmth from the grill. And uh, the last shout-out goes to Paul Simon and Sting, just because I got tickets to see them at Madison Square Garden. Uh, I was able to see them both in 2009 in the same concert, and I can't wait to hear them play together on stage. Talking about uh, getting tickets, we have finally got in our Monday Night Raw tickets uh, for the night after Survivor Series at Nassau Coliseum, Section 313, Row O, come why say hi give, to us. Why do you give that shit away? Because like, I'm waiting people, for somebody. Nobody ever goes. Uh, no, nobody, nobody ever, ever goes to you. Go go take a picture with Brandon. He no, loves it. don't. Um, but, yes, thank you so much. If you hear music in the background, that's, no, you don't Brand- that's Brandon's brother having a temper tantrum. Um, <laughs> his younger brother. Um, yeah, and I you think that's... sound like he's like three years old. <laughs> that's how he acts at times. All right, and I think that's a wrap. Um, Who says that? You can go follow us on Twitter at... What? People already follow us on Twitter. So what do you want to say? Like us on Facebook, Facebook. People already like us on... Marking out not, not as many people on Facebook. <laughs> All right, go improve our likes on Facebook. Yes, go. You can subscribe to us on YouTube. Just look it up, Marking Out. Like us on... Instagram, we don't have an Instagram. Follow Should Dave. we put on Instagram? No. Is Instagram it is it? for girls and celebrities. What about Tumblr? I heard so- Tumblr. someone, someone at one of the past events was saying Tumblr. No, you can follow Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. You can follow me at BTTG161. You can follow Chris at ChrisSweenDog. And I think it's time that we say we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Hold on. Before we finish that, mark out moment of the week. Ah oh, shit! <laughs> Why does that happen all the time? Well, I guess it's time for our... Mark Out Moment of the Week! Of course!
course, what would a Mark Album of the Week be without reiterating the fact that Tyson Kidd made his return on Monday Night Raw and is back on Monday Night Raw, back in the game, back on the saddle, whatever back on, else you want to say. Back on our television. Back on black. I don't know what else. That I popped for. And we're going to get double dosage because uh, Total Divas also makes his Oh, yes. Total Divas makes his return this week at, at 10 or whatever. On uh, I'm not too sure. E-Network time. Sunday time. Yeah. I don't know. 9. Um, yeah, but that's now that is our show. Uh, thank yes. you for listening. We appreciate it. Go comment. Leave our qu- you leave our yes, questions. Leave questions yeah, and leave comments. Questions. Everybody, there. If there's that many people listening, we want to hear everybody's voice. I at least I, I do. And and go over the Facebook page. Comment. Write in anything. Submit a match that you think should be submitted for one of the match uh, markies. Uh, thank you very much. Markinout.com, Markinout.com, Markinout.com. Stitcher Radio, iTunes, whatever. We wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors.